You are listening to Word, a weekly word from the world's bestseller. Amichai Lau Lavi's New Bible Blog, a Jcast Network production. To subscribe to this blog, to read this blog, and to learn more about Amichai Lau Lavi, please visit amichai.me. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Here's the weekly word, another password to the riddles of our lives. This week's word is book, sefer. The weekly Torah text is Nitzavim Vayelich. The scroll rolls on, now nearly at the end, in the cozy shul on the beach this past Shabbat. A very strong guy raised the Torah high and almost dropped it. Once again, the rerun is almost over. Even knowing it will start again doesn't damage, if we try, the cliffhanger hanging so close. The cliffs of the promised land loom over the Jordan like the days of the coming year. In this cycle of our life, the Torah cycle, the ending, births the book itself. The final chapters of the Torah include the Swan Song of Moses and the detailed instructions about the completion of the book, the Torah. Like many, especially first-time authors, Moses spends a lot of time making sure the book is taken care of and well distributed. Clearly, he did a very good job with the marketing. The object, which seemed to be the very first Torah scroll, is mentioned here more than ten times. And this is the weekly Torah text of Nitzavim Vaelech. It's more times than any other chapter in the Bible. And it's not quite clear when this book is actually done. In one of a few versions found here, the Torah's festive conclusion is described like this. And then Moses finished writing in a book the words of this Torah from beginning to end. Hooray! Deuteronomy 31.24 And then it's carried from ritual to ritual before being carefully placed in the sacred ark before, uh, um, alongside its two predecessors, the two earlier models, the broken fragments of the first set of Ten Commandments and the second complete set. The Hebrew word used here is sefer, modern Hebrew for book, but biblical Hebrew for scroll, and thus the embodiment of the story, the closest thing we have to a tangible idol, kissed and crowned and living behind a curtain, enters our lives to become the most expensive and important item on the list of Jewish objects. And even though the object matters so, the choice of words here reminds us that what Moses is handing over to Joshua is not a scroll, but a secret. The word sefer is also the root of the word sipur, story, the sister of the word sifra, digit, and the other sister, sfira, sphere. So clearly, the book is not a book. The story is more than a story. And the secrets keep getting revealed and hidden and then again. The body of knowledge that Moses completes here is a secret that is called Sefer, but sometimes Torah, the teaching, or Ed, a witness, and also Shira, a poem. So as the last chapters of this book describe the book to us in detail and how to use the book, the book itself becomes all about the book. It's a book about a book, a self-reflexive story. And that, say the Kabbalists and the like, is the secret of this story. It is ongoing, and it is a mirror to our own soul's story in ways we barely understand. 
For why else would we be here year after year retracing the footsteps in the Sinai sand? Sometimes one wonders why still unscroll the scroll and mine it for meaning. Looking back on this word journey of almost a year, in pre-conclusion mode, I pause to ponder the point of following the trail of Torah this past year and always, and why this scroll story sefer is so much part of my innermost path. It's a longer answer, but the on-one-foot reason is that this shared sacred vocabulary of my people's tradition of wisdom is my roadmap, sometimes treasure map, an inherited minefield. It's the sacred storybook that amazingly still going on. And I get to revisit and revise it and honor it and tell it again and anew and search for the secrets. What Moses passes on is much more than an object or the words that are in it in a scroll. Whether it's on a page or a screen or a screen. The secret, he reminds us, is that it's all right inside each one of us. It's in our mind, in our heart, in our mouth. We get to tell and write and pass the story on, and hopefully we'll make good choices about it. Remember not to look for God in sea or sky, Moses says, for it is very close to you, in your mouth and in your heart, so that you will do it. See, I have set before you this day life and good and death and evil. This is where the two cycles co-circle and the two books open as one. The weekly Torah cycle and the season of this year. This book of Torah is about to close, and the book of life is about to open. What is my life closing? What is my life opening? Now. Our stories say that on the first night of the new year, a book is opened, some say three, and in it we are inscribed for the year to come, or perhaps we get to begin authoring our next chapter. We get to write a new page in a very old storybook. Whether we are the authors of our destiny, or characters in a great story, or both, I hope that this year brings us journeys that will deepen our finding of what's already deep inside. Shabbat Shalom.